This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 59, Going All In. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. So happy to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking about going all in. So this is a concept that seems so basic, and yet it's so complex at the same time. So before I get into what going all in means and why we do it and why we don't do it and all of those things... I just want to kind of share with you where I'm at and how this concept has really rocked my world. All right. So I'm going to get really vulnerable with you for a moment. We're going to talk about like how much money I make and all these other things. Okay. So in my business, I've been in business now since 2014. So six years. So the first two years of my business, um, I really wasn't all in on it because I had a day job. And really, it was like the first year. And then the second year, I was like planning my wedding and all this stuff. And then after that, I had a couple months where I tried going all in, like making it a full-time thing, even though I didn't have another job. And then I got pregnant with my son. And then from there, I got pregnant. I had a lot of nausea. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this time off. And I'm not going to coach at all. And I'm just going to, you know, be pregnant and then have the baby and then I'll go back to my business. And that was like a year and a half that I did that. And then last year, uh, gosh, about this time, I guess a spring, really 2019, I remember telling my husband, like, I really want to go back into the business. My, I was weaning my son at the time. And I said, but I'm so tired of not making the money that I want to make. And I just feel like this next year, if I don't make it, then I'm done with the business. And he's like, and he's so great. He's, he's a wealth manager. And so he knows about investments and businesses and he invested in another business. And so he has this different mindset about it. Granted, he had this all in mindset. I didn't see this at the time, but he's like, Lindsay, it just, you know, you just have to go all in. In essence, he didn't say that, but it was like, you know, it's fine. It's fine that it's not making money. This is just part of the game. You know, there's going to be a day when it does, and you're just going to be so glad that you kept with it. So I was like, okay, I get it. But I'm just at this point where I'm just like ready to either make money or get out. And to be completely honest with you, like there was a part of me that didn't really care that I made money because I love what I do so much. And when I came into coaching, really the goal was I just want a career that I love. Like I was so tired of feeling like a zombie at work and feeling like I was dead inside. And I just wanted 
you know, the, the, the thing, like the thing that would light me up and where I could use all my strengths and my passions. And then when I realized I was helping people by doing that, it was just like this whole other layer of goodness of like, oh my gosh, I'm changing people's lives and I'm going to make money at this. Like it was almost too much abundance <laughs> to take in. And that's a whole another topic of upper limit problems for another day. Anyways, a year ago, I was just at this place where like, okay, I've got to make money. You know, even though my husband was supportive, there would be times when he would be a little bit resentful of, well, you know, if you were making money or I could just really feel the pressure from him in regards to his um, job and him wanting to do more of the things like I get to do where I just love my job so much. And so anyways, I just really said, okay, I got to make money this next year. And so I had this kind of, you know, mentality of like, it's got to work. Otherwise, I'm going to leave. And so I started making money and I started consistently bringing in 5K a month. And I was really happy with that because I really wasn't working that much. Being a mom has really been kind of my full-time thing. And then I'll coach on the side. And again, I was helping people and all that stuff. Well, then it just got to a point recently with coronavirus when all that hit where I realized, okay, life is really short. And if I were to die tomorrow, what would be the things that I would regret? And the biggest thing was I didn't reach my full financial potential. And um, I'm just tired of it. Like I'm tired of being what I felt like was broke, you know, of just like not charging when I know I should have charged and and really kind of expanding my clients in certain ways because I charge a certain amount and things of that sort. So. I got to work. I hired Stacy Bayman, who is basically a business coach for life coaches. And she really talked about this concept called going all in and how you have to go all in on your business and go all in with your clients and risk the relationship to tell them the things that they need to hear and go all in for their goals and be this huge goal advocate for them. And I just started to open my eyes and I started to see in ways in which I had gone all in in my life and ways in which I hadn't. And of course, one of the biggest ones was how I really hadn't gone all in in my business in a while. Now, I had gone all in when I invested in coaching as a client because I had no job and I just had a couple thousand in savings. And so it was like, okay, I'm just going to take this money. I'm going to invest in coaching, go all in on it and hope it brings it back to me. And of course it did. And it was so scary and so risky. And um, yet it works. Thank goodness. Right. And So after that experience, though, I was just like, whew, I'm glad that worked out. Well, I'm not going to do that again. And I just started playing it safe and playing it safe. And now, granted, every once in a while, I would go on in something. I really count anytime I'm making a podcast, especially a really personal podcast, I'm going all in. I'm sharing something. And I don't know how people are going to interpret that. So I go all in no matter what, right? But there's just been a lot of other things I didn't go all in on. And so I'm seeing this huge difference in when I go all in and when I don't go all in in my life. And I'm seeing this more and more with clients, right? Because I've opened up this awareness of this concept. And so I am right now, I'm doing a launch for a very, very small group of clients that I've had for a while into my program called Living the Dream. And so we're spending the next year where they're taking two goals that they really want to achieve that almost feel like a little impossible and we're going to make it happen. And I'm guaranteeing the results. 
And I'm saying, if you know you don't get these results, I'm going to refund your money. And I'm teaching them, in essence, how to go all in. So obviously, they have to show up and they have to do certain things to you know hold their end of the bargain with the guarantee. But it's also making me show up 100% as a coach. And so together, we're really going to be going all in on this. And so I'm just thinking about this concept more and how amazing it is. Because, you know, as I mentioned, I got my business to a place where I was making 5K a month. But after I learned this all-in concept or just, you know, brought it to my awareness, I doubled my revenue. So I brought in, I think, like 11 and some change one month, 12,000 and some change. This month, it's August 18th currently. So the month isn't over, but I brought in something like $32,000. So it's been crazy, right? And um, it's again, one of the biggest things has just been going all in. And now has it all been rainbows and daisies? No, but it's just opened up so many doors for me. And I know my clients who I'm starting to teach this concept to, it's going to open up so many doors for them. And so I want to open those doors for you too. So today we're going to talk about what going all in means. We're going to talk about, you know, why we do it, why we why we don't do it, the things that hold us back, the biggest feeling that stops us from going all in, how to process our feelings, all that stuff, so that you can really start to use this concept more in your life because the results, my friend, are just so different when you do it, all right? So jump on board. We're going to talk about it. You excited? All right, so where do we start? Let's just talk about what going all in means. So I just did a quick Google search on it. And I was like, okay, what would someone define as going all in? And it says you're fully committed to something. You're prepared to give your all to it, all right? So I then started thinking about times when I did go all in. I gave you the first example of when um, I invested in coaching as a client and I like had no job. I was a single mom and I just had a couple thousand in savings that basically I was giving to coaching. I felt like I was going all in in that moment. Like I was giving everything financially that I had to make that work. I was fully committed to making that work in my life. I feel like it also went all in in my life when I got married and I stood in front of these people that I knew and I was committing in front of all of them that I love this person and I was going to be there for better or worse and all these other vows that I took. I felt like I was fully committing to that in that moment. When I nursed my son, I fully committed that I was not going to supplement and I was just going to breastfeed him. And what happened was he wouldn't take bottles and I didn't push it. And so I ended up nursing him for my body for 11 months. No bottles. Like I was basically an (laughs) on-demand lactation cow. I don't know what you want to call me, but it was intense. So I went all in on that experience of like fully nursing him. Also, when I, as I said, put myself out there with different personal stories online or in the podcast, um, I've also considered when I have consults with people or I just talk to people and I tell them, I can help you. I definitely want to work with you. Let's go. Like that to me is going all in because I'm putting myself out there. I'm fully committed to giving them the results. Like I mentioned with my living the dream people, that very small group of my older clients that I'm talking to right now, I am fully committed to them getting those results. I am going all in. I'm prepared to give it my all to make those results happen in their life. And then they're going to fully give their all to make those results happen in their lives. 
also just little things like trying out to be an officer on my dance team in high school. I was going all in to put myself out there for that, which felt really scary at the time. When um, I went to Vegas once with my husband, he put some big money on the table. And granted, it was his money. We weren't together at the time. But I was like, whoa, we are we are definitely going all in. That's even a term they use in Vegas, going all in. So that was another time. And another time that came to mind was I told a guy in high school that I liked him. And I wrote him this note. And I, I don't even know how I got it to him, like a friend of a friend. And then he got it. And I just felt like I was so vulnerable and going all in and telling him how I felt. So those are times in my life when I've gone all in. Are you starting to think of times in your life? Hopefully. It's just like a time when you're just fully committed, as I've said, and you're prepared to give it your all. And I really think it has this element of vulnerability to it. It's like you're just putting it all out there and being super vulnerable and just, just, you know, giving all your stuff, I guess you want to call it. Like just putting it out there, right? So I will say that the times that I've gone all in my life, they have yielded different results. Sometimes it's been great results. Like if we just look at people that I have consults with or just generally talk to and they tell me what they want from coaching and I feel like I can really help them and I'll say, yes, I am fully committed to this and I'm ready to make this happen. I would love to work with you. Not everybody says yes to that. I even had a consult just a few weeks ago where she on the phone was like, yes, I'm all in. I can't wait. I was like, awesome. I know I'm going to give you amazing results. And she's like, send me over the payment. I said, are you sure? Do you have any objections? Let's talk about it. No, I'm all in. It's been two weeks and I have not heard from that girl ever again. I've even emailed her like, hey, what's going on? Nothing. (laughs) So, I mean, I went totally all in and I kept going all in by messaging her every week or so and just being like, hey, where are you at? Just tell me where you're at. Do you have any questions? Do you want to coach or anything? I'm here to support you either way. And I'm just at the point now where I'm just like, I'm done, right? But I just kept going all in. I'm like, I'm here to help you. I'd still love to work with you. But now it's gotten to the point where, you know, I released the reins, right? But, you know, I even think about when I told that guy in high school that I liked him. So, um... I didn't think I was like that dorky in high school. I mean, if I look even back on it, I mean, obviously I wasn't the most popular, but I wasn't dorky. Well, the guy, when he got the letter, he's like, I would never date somebody like her. And um, he just kind of made fun of some of the groups I was in from what, what I remember. And he didn't even like tell me to my face or it was just like it was passed along through this train. And so all these people knew that this guy didn't like me, which is so funny now because I've looked him up since then. And that guy, and I don't mean to say this in like a really boastful way, but that guy would like be so grateful to date somebody like me now. Like, oh my gosh, (sighs) I don't even want to be rude or judgy. But you know, like the high school part of you is like, haha, right? (laughs) So, I mean, it was just, it was humiliating what he did and how he did it. And, you know, this is why we stop ourselves from going on because there have been times in our life when we did, we put ourselves out there, we were vulnerable, we put it all on the table, whatever you want to call it, and we didn't get the result we wanted. So we experienced things like disappointment, sadness, shame, humiliation, that's not fun stuff to feel, right? Especially if we don't know how to process feelings. And so what happens then is we just start to shrink and we don't shine as much and we don't put ourselves out there. And this is why 
we don't continue to go all in, as I said. It's just like everything that happens, sometimes it just diminishes us more and more and more, especially if we have a bunch of crap from childhood where, you know, we were just fed these beliefs or these thoughts about ourselves that, you know, just held us back. And we all have them. Even if you had a great childhood, we all have it. It's just our human brain. That's the way it works. And so what happens is just these other experiences that happen, it feeds into whatever the thoughts or beliefs that you have already. So for me, when that guy said, oh, I don't like you, I'd never date somebody like that. I already had beliefs in my mind of there's something wrong with me. I'm weird. I'm different. He doesn't like me because I'm not curvy. And so those were things that just like reiterated that belief and continue to hold me back. Okay. So now, like when I go in with a client or a potential client and I say, I'd love to work with you, let's go, like that one I told you about, and she's, you know, like falls off the face of the earth, it seems like, I don't make it mean anything about me because I've done the work to clear out all those beliefs and thoughts, biases, whatever you want to call them, so that. Now it just happens and I'm just like, oh, it is what it is. Okay, how did I go wrong? Maybe, you know, what can I do next time to improve upon that? And then I move forward and I just keep going into action. Okay, so that's the big thing I really want you to take in here is we don't continue to go all in because we've been hurt. And so, you know, our brain wants to protect us. That inner mean girl we talked about in the last episode wants to keep us safe and secure. And so that's just where we stay. We don't shine as much. Okay, so just keep that in mind and start to think about what were times in your past you went all in and you didn't get the results you wanted and what that brain of yours started to mean about it. Okay, and this is, again, work we do deeper in coaching. This is stuff that takes sometimes a coach looking at it. It just takes a process, but you can start to do this on your own, too, with this. Okay, but if you feel like you're overwhelmed and in way over your head, just know if we work together and the coaching process, it just, it feels so much easier to do all of this with a process and the support of a coach, okay? So those are the times, as I said, is why we don't go all in. Um, the other thing I want to talk about here is, you know, there's a difference that I've seen with men and women about going all in. It just seems like men do it better and do it more. And I really started thinking about why that is. And it's a lot of conditioning, right? So men are typically taught that you take the lead in relationships, that you put yourself out there for a girl. They also, you know, really promote that boys and men, that they take risks. And, you know, that's like a sign of masculinity to do something like that. Whereas for women, it's, okay, we need to sit down. We need to be quiet. You know, we need to play it safe because if you put yourself out there too much, you know, that might be too showy and you may get unwanted attention and then that could lead to something really bad potentially. So you don't want to do that. You need to really be safe because the world's scary out there for women and you need to be nice. If you put yourself out there too much, you know, you may offend people. Also, if you put yourself out there too much, you know, people may have thoughts about you, about, you know, you being bossy or pushy or too much or desperate, or even if we look at it sexually, a fast or a whore, right? So luckily, when I told that boy in high school I liked him, I didn't have any kind of reputation like that. But if I had even an inkling or someone had thought an inkling of that, I could totally see everyone being like, oh, what a whore, you know, like she's such a slut, you know, and then that would have been like a whole nother layer of prop that would have held me back from shining. And so I just want you to realize this is that this is just the BS conditioning we get as women. And um, 
And it's just holding us back in so many ways, especially professionally, because men just continue to put themselves out there. You know, there's a stat out there like men apply for jobs when they're like 60 to 80 percent qualified or something. And women feel like they have to have 100 percent of the qualifications to apply. Well, it's just because men put themselves all out there. They're okay taking the risk. They're okay being somewhat vulnerable. They're okay with, you know, the gap in where they're at and where they want to be and making it happen no matter what. Whereas women, we want to play it safe more. We've just got to put ourselves out there more. Okay. So the other thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, we talked about when you go all in and you don't get the results you want, you feel those feelings like sadness, disappointment, gosh, shame, humiliation, so many things, right? Those feel like the primary ones that I see a lot and I experience a lot. And the thing is, is that when you start to realize that, A, you can process your feelings no matter what happens to you, like your feelings don't have to hold you back, you're not afraid of feeling certain feelings anymore, this is when you become flipping unstoppable. Because really, if you think about it, okay, you put yourself out there for something. What's the worst that can happen? You feel something you don't want to feel. Yeah, you may lose some money. Yeah, maybe, you know, certain things will happen. But really, all those circumstances are neutral. It's your thoughts that create your feelings about them that then, you know, kind of put you in the cycle of not feeling great um, and then creating future actions and results from a place that you don't want. So I just want you to realize this of it's really that you're trying to avoid certain feelings. So if we go back to, you know, putting myself out there with potential clients is, you know, there are times when somebody tells me no and I feel disappointed. And I think, oh, oh my gosh, like I really wanted to work with them. I knew I could really help them and I could already like see the vision and what I was going to do with them and all of these things. And then they tell me no. And it's just like this feeling of disappointment. And I will feel it for a while, to be honest with you. I'm still working on this. I know (laughs) there's some deeper work to do here, but I still feel it. And then what happens is that I feel the next layer, which is sadness usually of, oh man, I just really wanted to work with her. Um, Some people may be like, oh, Lindsay, you probably just wanted the money. No, it's like truly what I feel deep in my core is, man, I just really wanted to keep working with her or just work with her. Like, as I mentioned, I'm in this living the dream launch. And there has been mm, three or four clients that I reached out to via email. And I said, hey, I have, I've seen you haven't applied. Why? You know, what's your thinking right now? I really thought this would be great for you. Um, and I'd love to work with you. And they've come back to me and just said different reasons why. And I just felt that wave of, whew, man, this is, I'm disappointed. And then that's just like this wave of sadness. And I just kind of let it linger there because I know now it's just part of the game and I know I can feel anything and I can get through it. And then I process it and then I move on. But then I'm so glad I put myself out there versus thinking, hmm, I wonder why that person didn't sign up. Was it something I said? And I start making up these stories. And then I just always wonder versus just putting myself out there, getting the answer and then moving on, right? And then they know where I'm at. I know where they're at. And then we can just keep on moving and grooving. And then too, we create a connection in some ways where it's just of all honesty, right? So I just really encourage you to think about that and listen to some of the recent podcasts like on the Inner Mean Girl one where we're talking about, you know, those voices that hold you back and then the Feel the Feelings episode so you really can learn how to process your feelings. Because again, if you don't fear feeling these quote unquote icky feelings, you can do 
anything, anything. You can just keep putting yourself out there. You know, as I said, with this Living the Dream launch, I'm guaranteeing the results. And there's a part of me that's like so excited and I can't wait. And I know that um, like we're going to create something magical together and amazing. And then there's a part of me that's like, whoa, this is next level, Lindsay. Are you ready for this? Like, what if? What if you can't give them the results? What if you're not a good enough coach to get them the results? What if, you know, you can't get them motivated enough to show up 100%. But I'm going all in on it, right? So I'd rather do that. I'd rather give them my all as a coach and tell them how to give their all versus being like, "Ah, I think we'll get those results. It'll be so-so. Like I'm just like taking it to the next level. So all this to say, I hope you start applying this more in your life As I said, it's been a game changer for me. It's been so amazing to just put myself out there in this way and realize that no matter what happens, I'm not attached to the results either. Really, the experience is me just fully expressing myself in the most authentic way and really claiming my power and claiming my presence and really saying like, yeah, I can get you those kind of results or, you know, kind of speaking in essence um, in a really strong, certain way in a lot of my messaging lately. Like before I'd be like, oh, we can do this. Or, you know, I'd be kind of like beating around the bush about things. And now I'm just like, hey, here's what's going on. Do you see it or not? (laughs) Here's what it is. Here's the bottom line. And it just made me such a better coach, a better person. It's made me, um, again, just have so much better results in my life. So I hope this episode helped you today. It's always a little bit weird for me when I start talking about a new concept. I, I must admit, like the first time or two I do it, I think, does this make sense? Are they getting ahas from this? Are they gonna get results from this? So I'd love your feedback on this episode. And if you haven't left a review for the show, please go do so. I love I love reading your reviews. They mean the world to me. So that's all I have for this week, my friend. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself, you got this.